Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Head to geek30.com slash Amazon to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, that's geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, holiday shenanigans. We lost our princess. There's some cool tech coming. And new year, old you. Let's be real. Your emails and more on episode 53 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all of the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is January 8th, 2017. Oh my God, it's 2017, Jojo. <laughs> I'm Alex, here's Jojo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like three weeks since I've seen you, dude. I know, it literally, literally has been three weeks. Yeah, it really has been yeah. three I think you yelled weeks. at me twice because I forgot to post the thing. I was yeah, over... I was like, Jojo. As <laughs> we have I was, a show to go on. As like, I was sitting on my ass drinking beer I was up either in drunk or full of food or both. So. Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, um, we're, we're so happy. Um, Jojo and I are so happy to see everybody in the chat room all two people because i uh <laughs> forgot to mention uh on social media we're trying to get back into the swing of this and, and i see i year. see more people joining in the chat room right um but uh welcome back everybody <laughs> and we're happy to be anyways, doing a show i was late so it gives them a little more time to get on yeah jojo was late coming into the house it's 19 <laughs> degrees outside but that also didn't stop our guests from being here this is christian Christian, say hi to the nice people out there. Hi, nice people out in the internet land. <laughs> yeah, Christian um, and I work together. He actually used to work with JoJo back yes. in the day. It's a small, funny world. Yeah. I worked with Alex first. Super tiny. And then I worked with Christian first, technically for the same companies, but at different times. And then Isn't that you guys worked together for the same company. And now we work together. Different company, for, yeah. though. It's a weird colleague triangle we have going on. Right. It's uh, somewhat sexual. A little like, bit. That sounds really wrong. Anyway, so welcome to the show. Um, Christian, why don't you tell the world a little bit about you? Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Christian. I brew beer. I'm 6'4". I like long walks on the beach, uh, usually in tandem with, uh, with a good IPA. That's true. Like what we're <laughs> drinking today. And we're going to be getting into that in a little bit. Christian was nice enough to grace us with uh, some homebrew of his own. And he's going to be sharing some uh, tips and best practices, if you will, so on the whole craft brewing scene. this is our first homebrew on the show, then. It is. So congratulations. Thank you so much. I know. I, feel, awesome. I actually feel super honored that <laughs> yeah. you guys haven't done this <laughs> so yet. So do we. That's yeah, good. It's, it's actually really, really awesome. So, uh, And it's really good. But before we get into that, um, remember to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. I also want to make a quick plug um, for uh, the, the Dad Chronicle, which is my new... Um, it's a chronicling of the uh, pregnancy so far for Deanna and right. me, uh, my my journey into becoming a dad for the first time. And um, the first four episodes are up on iTunes and Google Play, uh, up on SoundCloud, hosted there. So just search for The Dad Chronicle. Give it a five-star rating if you like it. Each episode is between like seven to ten minutes-ish. Oh, it's a nice little Nice little snippet, snippets yeah. of, of fun dialogue. Um you just hear me, but on the fourth episode, I interview Deanna and see right. how she's doing. So it's it's a lot of fun, though. So basically, she gets to do all the work, and you're just making a podcast about I, it. Yeah, I had <laughs> my fun to begin with, and then I now make a podcast about it. And then you have some more fun to be. To yeah, with now it. I'm having more fun. So well, she does all the work. <laughs> yeah, just have fun. Have fun, Deanna. You're doing a good job. 
No, thanks. you're doing a good job. <laughs> she keeps saying I'm doing a good job. Yeah, but, but uh, thanks for the headphones, by the way, Deanna. Those look amazing. Yeah, I got new headphones, everybody. Finally. They're, they're pretty sweet. Thanks to the thanks to JoJo for providing some guidance. So uh, with that in mind, um, let's get into the beer. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Christian Eberly. Thank Christian. you so much. Yay. We're drinking Christian's. Uh, how would you classify this beer? I accidentally spilled a bunch of grain into a kettle, and four hours later, I put it into a glass glass. Yes. Glass glass? A, a glass glass. Glass glass. Okay. A glass glass? A gla- <laughs> glass glass container. It's actually a special type of glass. It's not okay. a special type of glass. Well, this is, it's actually, it's a, it, it, he meant to brew an IPA, and it's actually a really good IPA. So, um, quickly, guys, let's cheers to this. Cheers. Cheers. And by the way, cheers to the people in the, in the, uh, chat room there listening live to this recording um some people are drinking corona and tequila other people are drinking simpler times lager that's a that's a beer that we've had on yeah, the show absolutely some people are posting inappropriate pictures yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not going to mention what's being posted in the chat room you'll just have to come find out for yourself uh you go to geek30.com and and There's listen live and you'll be sent to the discord server so um Christian, this is a great IPA, dude. I have to say, Thank honestly, you. like we were talking about it a little bit before the show started that, um, you know, I like an IPA that, you know, there's still a little bit of that bite, but I do like a multi beer. And this is actually a multi IPA, believe it or not. Right. Like there's something really smooth on the end. Um, do you want to kind of talk through the process? Yeah. So originally the recipe was was going to be making a just a, a naturally dry hop citrus IPA, like pretty much what you just described, what everyone expects a, an IPA to taste like, right? A little bit of a little bit of citrus, maybe grapefruit, and then it's just really dry and piney toward towards the end. Uh, through a, a series of happy little mistakes, uh, one being my brewing kettle is is a little small, so the uh, the recipe was a little concentrated, and then you know having to to shift to a completely different strain of yeast versus the one that originally called for because my brew shop was out ah, well. and you know I, I had to brew that weekend so those two things combined uh it really adds kind of like a malty caramel character towards the end yeah totally. so it it's uh, really you, well. you still get that citrus a little bit of that pine like it, it's distinctly an ipa but it doesn't just kind of drag you along the back end right right yeah jojo what do you think it's awesome because you do get a little bit of that bitter bite there, but it goes away very quickly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't linger, it doesn't slap you in the face and punch your teeth out, you know, which is kind of nice. So it's, it's a nice um, mellow bitterness in there, but you feel, you taste all the other flavors too. And I love the color. Yeah, the color. Okay, let's quickly talk about that. It's actually right. like, you can't see through it at all. It's very Typical. cloudy. Uh, yeah. Crap. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of that with, with homebrew is, uh, you know, when you, when you have a, a couple thousand dollars worth of equipment you can go ahead and do home filtering and cold Mm -hmm. filtering and pressing and all that good stuff i don't so it's completely unfiltered (laughs) right and uh some of the some of the caramel character with the flavor that's also contributing to some of that dark color right it's a it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more concentrated awesome yeah and it's a beautiful just beautiful caramely color and and it goes along perfectly with the taste dude so um that's awesome. And you know what I think would be really valuable to the listeners, especially because we have a lot of uh, beer drinkers uh, that listen to this. And uh, people have mentioned to me that they would love to get into home brewing, including myself. So I'm asking a little bit selfishly, but um, it would certainly be valuable for the listeners to uh, learn a little bit more about what it takes to start something like this yeah uh really it just kind of takes uh, a little bit of patience right you know if you're not a good baker or you can't really follow a recipe it, it may not you know be super easy for you in the beginning but uh if you can boil a gallon of water 
and add things to it and watch it and make sure it doesn't boil over and sit there and baby it for an hour and then put that whatever that ends up being that wart into a to a glass carboy for two weeks then you can pretty much make beer you know i do it out of a out of a smaller condo with an older kitchen so i don't have a whole lot of space but you know i've got enough room for a five gallon kettle i've got some closet space to put the carboy into and that's really all you need that uh, a whole lot of whole lot of excitement and uh, some patience very cool And, and so do you did you go and buy like a starter brew kit or something yeah, so I was actually gifted a uh, well a couple years ago. I was gifted a, a Mr. Beer kit, right? Okay. So my wife Rachel recognized that you know I'm really into beer. I don't know where she got that. It's super hard to see, yeah, right? No. <laughs> so uh, I, I played around with that a bit, and I kind of lost interest because it didn't feel genuine, right? Like it was going to make an alcoholic beverage that would have tasted kind of like beer, but it wasn't really going to be my beer, right? So you know, a couple years went by, and we kind of you know start talking about it again. I needed a hobby, so she surprised me for my, for my birthday last year. Uh, just kind of went out and did a whole bunch of research and picked out all of these bits and pieces individually that everyone, you know, uses as their best in class brewing equipment and, uh, did that and picked up the right ingredients and just, uh, went out my first batch probably four or five months ago. Dude, that's killer. That's awesome. Well, you, you put out an awesome product here. Thanks for sharing it with us. So good. He mentioned uh, to me at work, he was like, dude, I got a beer that's brewing right now. It's not ready yet, but I would love to have it on the show. I said, absolutely. <laughs> so thank you very much for bringing this. It was definitely worth the wait. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you guys have any questions uh, regarding home brewing, um, do you have a resource or anything that you would recommend? Yeah, I do. Uh, there are a lot of good resources online. A lot of them are just home brewing associations. You know, we have a lot here in Northern Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, including brew shops. Um I don't know if I can do a commercial plug or not, but yeah, do it. I've got, yeah, all right, well, awesome. So Jay's Brewing down in Manassas, okay. uh, right there by Old Town, uh, super, super accommodating guys, really love the craft. They have virtually everything that you would, that you would need to go into home brewing. So That's good to, to lean know. on them as a resource, uh, take a bottle in, you know, pop it open. They taste mm-hmm. it, see if it's contaminated you know, do they have any recipes that they recommend? Uh, just good, good guys. So, love it. Lo- tons of research online and then just, just find somebody local. Yeah, I might need to go check that out. I Jamie lives a, in Manassas. Maybe we all make trip. a yeah. Maybe we all make a a little road trip down there. Absolutely. Yeah, Christian can join us. So uh, thank you again. This yeah. is awesome. Thanks and for having me. Glad yeah, you this guys is like it. this is a uh, you know the purpose again of this podcast. You know, JoJo and I started because we like talking about geeky shit and yep. while we drink a beer. But really, we do have an affinity and a love for craft beer. And this is craft beer at its base. It's it, you most know, purest form. It's yeah. most purest form. This is some guy making it in his kitchen, dude. This is great. <laughs> and now we both have space enough to do it on our own if we ever get the inkling to. Yes. Uh, Jojo has a bachelor pad. Um, ish. Ish. <laughs> I have uh, a wife, two dogs, and a baby on the way. Maybe we just turn Jojo's house into a brewery. I think it's great. I have a second bedroom, yes. That's great. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. New business idea coming. There we go. Um, so uh, we're going to enjoy this beer and get into the news. All right, so who had an awesome holiday uh, time? A ho- holiday like I don't it's been like three weeks. How, how would you how would you classify these last three weeks? It's like a holiday uh, span, time span. So um, I got on my and my Withings app that I have because I have one of those connected uh, uh, scales in my condo. 
um, I weighed two, 204 pounds before I went to Texas. Uh-huh. This morning, I weighed 211 pounds. Damn, girl. So this is an actual physical thing that's happened. <laughs> you know? Good for you. That means you did it right. <laughs> well, yeah. But also, those came in like a week and a half, two weeks. It's going to take three months to lose them. <laughs> you know? That's why the whole new year, new me, that's bullshit. <laughs> you know? It's going to be like spring, summer before I see a difference. You know? Yeah. Last time we were, um, we were recording was right before the holiday break. You guys heard episode 52 and then we had 52.5 kind of talking through sort of our plans for the holidays and then we had a uh, pre-recording that i put together from uh what was it dc Podfest, where i interviewed alex and jennifer so like it's been three weeks since we've been here um and a lot has happened i mean just a lot of craziness uh apparently um 2016 wasn't done with us yet as a whole (laughs) it kept throwing sucker punches Mm -hmm. up to the last like four hours before you know 2017 rolled around and we're gonna get into that a little bit later it was still throwing punches to the bitter end so you know what i'm glad to see that go (laughs) it it was a good end to the year we um you know we spent a lot of time with with family and like i was up in pennsylvania with deanna's aunt and uncle for the new year and uh all of her dad's side of the family and it was just a lot of a lot of drinking a lot of games <laughs> so deanna's aunt and uncle they put on like a tournament thing that happens uh throughout like throughout the night and um the one bad thing about that night was the buckeyes performance that was just absolutely <laughs> christian's wincing a little bit yeah, it was pretty bad yeah were, wait were they even there at that I, game dude i have no <laughs> i feel like i could have gone out and the done a better job tackle, myself like basically <laughs> offensive tackle basically just like turn around bent over and put down their pants well it's like because there was an offensive tackle <laughs> no there wasn't it was offensive to watch that tackle it was it was not a good game it was really bad I'm sorry so um and i'm from texas i'm still sorry I know, man. It was really bad. But all in all, we were playing pool, shuffleboard. Uh, they they bought one of those. You know, at the arcade, the like you would. Uh, it, it was like two lanes, and like you'd have a basketball hoop, and like you have the little mini basketballs. And, oh like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like they had that. Like we played tournaments nice. on all those games, and we bowling as well. So it was like a crazy night. Um, I was, you know, they had beer and stuff there, so I was drinking anything from anything that they had, Miller Lite, Yingling. Mm-hmm. And then when the Buckeyes started losing, I started drinking whiskey <laughs> so about not mixed no just straight because you know what fuck that and so about four whiskeys in i ended up going to bed shortly after yeah. midnight and uh woke up the next morning feeling terrible there so, you go uh, but otherwise like the new year was great christmas uh with the family was wonderful and um sitting to my right is my new child aka four foot tall darth vader with the chains and whatnot with the chains <laughs> and G. Uh, boots with the fur. No, I'm sorry. Uh, wrong song. And he, uh, my in-laws surprised me with him. My my father-in-law was like, Alex, you got to open up the big gift. And I was like, no, no, like I want, th- that's obviously very important. He was like, Alex, open the big gift. Like he, he was like really excited about it. And then like we finally opened it and he was more excited about it than anybody else in the room. And I was really excited about it because I was like, no way. It's a huge Darth Vader. But he was like, look, Alex, you push the buttons and it talks to you. And I was like, who is this? This is not my father. What who are you? It was so funny. Um, but it was a blast, you know, spend time with uh, my my. Uh, my parents and um, had some family in town. So it, all in all, great time. Um, so and Jojo, I don't want to necessarily rehash the entire conversation we had a couple episodes ago, but um, any surprises, any cool stuff that happened? No, um, flew to Texas, had fun with family, ate, 
tons. I probably ate my weight in barbecue and Puerto mm. Rican food um, because no one does it better than Texas. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, when they cut brisket, uh, so I go to uh, Black's Barbecue every time I'm down there, which is one of the oldest, like, family-owned restaurants uh, in Texas. It's the oldest. Uh, I don't know if it's the oldest in the, the U.S., but um, it's one of the, it's been since, like, 18-something, you know? Um, and they cut the brisket, and each slice is, like, a pound each, and I had, like, four or five. So just brisket alone, I was just in heaven, you know? Um, everything... Butter up the wazoo, so you know it tastes good. Fat, um, <laughs> everything, you know, not good for you up the wazoo. Uh, drink a little bit, not too much. Um, I did a couple of cool things for my dad. Like, uh, he had an old monster remote. The old monster remotes that worked off the Harmony that would always uh, control lights as well. Well, the thing was a piece of crap. And so Harmony put out a new companion little hub thing that they have out there, and it works phenomenal. And he's so much happier with that thing now than the old monster remote. So I was able to hook him up with that. Good. Um, make sure all the stuff is working. Um, everything is uh, 4K in his house now. So even oh, though nice. he's got more 4K stuff than I do, and he's never going to yeah, use it. Yeah, but you have it. a pretty sweet TV, though. <laughs> My, yeah, but <laughs> that, that came a year after his did. Fair. Watched the first two episodes of Star Wars. When I say the first two episodes, I mean four, uh, four and five, not episodes one and two. Uh, watched six when I got over here, and I'm going to go back and watch episodes one, two, and three. Um, I'm surprised, and this is kind of like left field. I'm not going to put any spoilers out there because Rogue One's still in theaters, but a lot of people loved Rogue One. And I was that guy who was kind of like, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to be an asshole, but also... I wasn't as a big a fan of Rogue One as everybody seems to be of it, you know? So Well, I went and saw it today yeah. again. Yeah. Um with my godson. I took him to uh to go see it. We always see the new Star well, you know, since episode seven. Like right. we're, we're making a tradition now. Like <laughs> right. every year I'll take him um at least like you know, when he gets old enough to take him, you know, on when we go see it at yeah. night, but um, you know, I I plan on doing that for every Star Wars movie that came out, and honestly, I liked it a lot more the second time I watched it because I felt okay. like I was able to follow it a little bit more. I went in with the proper expectations, and I okay. actually enjoyed it. All right, I wasn't sitting there the whole time feeling a little antsy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, in, in, um, in general, I recommend doing that, people. If you right. guys felt the same way we did, which is it's always fun when you have a, a group of like family members, friends, all the fun, and you're talking, and like you're the one guy. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. you're lying because you don't want to be the guy who wants to start an argument, and you just not in Christmas. You know, yeah, yeah, so. agreed. Well, yeah, it's like religion, politics, and whether or not you like Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <So laughs> those are the three things you don't talk out, about. Uh, a brewery down there in Middleton Brewery out in uh, New Braunfels, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. nice. So, what did you like the most? Uh, yes. Okay, that fair was, enough. I had two flights over there, and I couldn't see straight when I walked out of that place. I was, I was not driving, so I didn't have to worry about it. Nice. You know? Um, Get it right. But yeah, it was a lot of good stuff. There was a new place that we tried out called CBQ that um, we had brisket and sandwich, and it was one of the best things I ever had in my life. And you know, so so many good things down there. So before I punch Justin in the face, who's in the chat room for saying <laughs> Star Trek for the win, um, Christian, how was your holiday? Uh, it was it was actually really good. You know, I I don't really get to go home and see family a whole lot, so being able to just kind of go for a week where was, uh, was great. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, some great microbreweries down there actually. Awesome. Always always check out a, a few whenever I go home. So, you know, micro or nano? Because I know a couple of them over here are nano breweries. Oh well, I guess I guess one of them's nano. Otherwise, okay. I guess the others I'd kind of I'd kind of consider uh, micro. micro. Okay. Yeah, the one nano. Oh God, best best name for a for a brewery ever. Uh, Ass clown. Nice. And, and Cl the, like, the story behind it, like A S S C L O N, and uh, the story behind it is um, 
this guy, when he first started brewing, he uh, he kind of had an explosive start, had a bit of pocket change, so he started doing ass bigger or batches. The clown part, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, but he started going to uh, to brewing festivals, and he's like, I don't know what to call my beer, but he he kind of came up with his name on the spot because you're going to be two sheets to the wind, and yeah. that's going to be the only name of any beer that you remember from that festival, and it, it worked out for him. Dude, that's uh, really that's really because you're not going to forget that name. Yeah, exactly. Ever. No, that's brilliant. That's so. actually a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember half that's the stuff the I went to last year when I went to uh, uh, National Harbor, their brew fest yeah, every they, year. I don't remember man. a damn name from there. <laughs> and with how many, found. Yeah, with yeah. how many breweries pop, are popping up around here, yeah. I mean... Yeah, the, and you've got one opening up. I got one opening up. Um, there's one in Woodbridge that we've been working for a while. They had a couple of delays, but they're opening up. So just crazy. It's just wild. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that that was a fruitful time with family and stuff. So how long so, were you gone? Oh, uh, about a week. Okay. Yeah. No, it was it was it was good. Got good to gig. take off work. No, did oh uh, well, you know, did you, work? you, you work on the road. Yeah. Work work when you work from home is wherever you have your computer. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So did y'all work or no? Uh, this uh, what Christian said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was basically working the entire. My company time. <laughs> has a forced a vacation, so we have to take our own vacation during that time. The, oh, the really? Between Christmas and uh, New Year's. That's a good thing. I mean, we uh, where we work, we actually get unlimited PTO. Nice. So they don't. It's not like we accrue PTO, and um, that's a nice thing. But at the same time, like I still find myself like, yeah, I'll take off like these three days and maybe have a long weekend or something. But I'm. And then I look at my phone and I'm like, oh wait, here's something. The customer, this customer needs something, so I gotta, I gotta do this real quick. And it yep. just like you're bad. off work, but you're not off work. No. <laughs> like even even tonight before we got started, I I had to at least acknowledge two or three two or three work emails on yeah. a Sunday night. That's crazy. Never I had, had a couple yesterday. So, um, it is what it is. Yeah. It, things could be worse. Um, well, on to more somber news. Uh, something that happened over the break while we were enjoying, Christmas. yeah, while we were enjoying our holidays, we we received very distressing news that Carrie Fisher had a heart attack mm-hmm. on a plane landing in L.A. I guess 15 minutes uh, as they were making their descent into L.A., um, she was having a massive heart attack. An EMT came in uh, from um, from another part of the plane and started uh, performing CPR on her all the way up until the ambulance a- arrived and uh took her to the hospital they had her in stable condition yet a couple days later she passed away right so uh carrie fisher obviously we know her as our beloved princess leia and um just taking a second to remember the tremendous impact that she had on us as star wars fans um so with that in mind i, I figured i would take a-, a second to think through our favorite carrie fisher moments do you guys have any that like maybe come to mind? Just, just one. <laughs> well, like you know, yeah. I mean, j- just one that might that might stand out above the rest. Like for me, I, I loved listening to her in interviews because she mm-hmm. was just such a loose cannon. Like right, and she always had her dog Gary with her. <laughs> You guys remember Gary? Yeah. The, yeah. His tongue was always sticking out. <laughs> and during interviews, like, I guess he was her stress relief dog, like her uh, therapy dog. Yeah. Right? I, I kind of want to call Finn my therapy dog. <laughs> like, I, I kind of want to do that. Because, because Finn needs therapy or because? <laughs> yes. Yes and yes. Uh, but uh, he, I love she Finn. Would, Finn. He's all over the place. <laughs> she would be in an interview and he would just be sitting there licking her hand the uh-huh. entire time. And she's just sitting there talking, and on the other end of the mic, you would hear just, 
<laughs> like, it was the most awkward thing. And I loved it. And I loved how she, she made light of everything and she was just such a bright light. So I heard that she would go to cons and people would dress up and whatnot and they'd see her and she'd whip out a makeup kit and put glitter on people. You know, because it made people like happier. had no idea about that. <laughs> yeah, really, it just made her. And so, she, and she like went like to town on people. Like she, she went like it wasn't like one streak of glitter. You no, know? you no, know, you had to go good and all that fun stuff and be happy. And then she just like leave, right? She did. So she interacted you with you fully, and then that was it. Yeah. So it was it was kind of a what just happened? <laughs> no, kind of a moment. I just met Carrie Fisher. She just put glitter on me, and now she's gone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's amazing. Man. So that's that's one of the stories I've heard. But apparently, it happened at many conventions that she just have a, a glitter case and hit up people. <laughs> that's so funny. How about you, Christian? Does anyone yeah. mind? I, uh, I I think a, a combination of those things. Just her kind of demeanor, just in general, something that I loved about her. You know, she was a she was a huge advocate for for mental illness and and people to you know work through it and have the right support structure and everything. And I, and I think those stories encapsulate just how how serious she was about bringing joy to other people because she had gone through her own shit. Right. right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I I think just what a what a great story of dealing with it and coming out on the other end and again like being that joy to your community absolutely yeah and it's also sad to hear that her mom De- debbie reynolds died literally it was like a day or two after within 48 she, hours maybe yeah. not 24 but definitely within 48 and did you guys hear what they did with their ashes they burned together yeah yeah in a prozac pill case <laughs> did you hear about that like a, a giant <laughs> pill case that looked like a prozac pill how fitting <laughs> yeah it was so ironic and and that's what like they were like, this is what they would want. They wanted. They would have wanted to go out with a laugh. Well, she had, yeah. she had uh, made the joke about that. Uh, she was talking to George Lucas on the first set of Star Wars, and uh, he looks at her dress and goes, "You're wearing a bra." It's like, of course I'm wearing a bra. It's like you're in outer space. People wear a bra in space. It's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, there's no oxygen. Your body expands, and you'd be suffocated by your own bra. And so she goes, "Whenever I die, I want this. You know, I want to be uh, told that I was suffocated by my own bra." Basically, yeah, I, that was. Really I'm like, funny. I'm paraphrasing right here. I'm, I'm getting this all wrong, yeah. but basically that's the the, the, the uh, gist of it. But it's just she always had an attitude about that. Uh, just a, a, so funny. a great like, you no know, comedic attitude about it. It's so funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, and obviously her impact as like one of the strongest female yeah. leads in a. You know, in a, in a movie of that time, right? As Princess Leia, you know, just somebody who just doesn't give a shit, and she, well, she gives a shit, but in the right way, she's strong about it. Let's, because I, I can only see if when I look back at like the eighties, seventies, and all that fun stuff, I see two females. I see her, and I see Sigourney Weaver. Alien, from it. Alien, from or Alien, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they were they even were, in her panties, they were, yeah, they were. Fa- uh, they were strong, they were female, but they were not like limited by that. They were just their character, right? Yeah. They, they weren't you know, a shoehorned or something. They were who they were, and they did such a great job. And I do not, off the top of my head, cannot think of anybody else who could do that in, the, in that time period. That's fair, man. Yeah. That's really fair. Um, any final thoughts on that, Christian? I'm going to miss her. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, now, it's way too soon. She has recorded all her parts for episode eight. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really worth bringing up. Right. So, so everything, uh, the only person who didn't was Kenny Baker because he died in August 15th, I think. Yeah. Uh, so he, he died before production, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So, but she will be in episode eight physically because she recorded our parts. And yeah. then uh, episode nine, they're still talking about what's going to happen there. Yeah. Because supposedly she was, she had a big part in episode eight and mm-hmm. she's going to have, uh, she was going to have a very big part in episode nine. And I don't know if you guys heard about like the millions of dollars that Disney actually got because they had an insurance policy put in her. Oh, Did wow. you hear about that, no. Jojo? So they had, it was like millions of dollars that in case 
you know, she, excuse me, she died or, you know, any of the actors, I'm sure they had an insurance policy out for each of them, but it was like millions of dollars that they got because now they're going to have to rework everything. So I'm sure all those millions are going to go towards like story, basically and, you know, re-ramp, revamping yeah. the story, um, maybe even re-editing episode eight to maybe right. kill her off at the end of it. Or, you know, because I, I don't see them they having her in episode nine. They like, can't, they can't Rogue recast it. it. They can't Rogue One it. No, they can't put I agree. General Tark... Uh, it was General Tarkin, right? Yeah, which I thought was done it was, it was brilliantly with yet. a with Moff, Peter yeah. Cushing, yeah. who's been dead for a long time. Yeah, but. exactly. But it, that was the spinoff Star Wars, the one that didn't have a scroll <laughs> in front of it. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't want to see her. Wouldn't want to see her in Episode no, Nine it, as a CG character. It's too soon. Yeah. Maybe they can simulate her voice, have a voice actor, and have her in the background or something like that. I I don't want to see her CG. You know, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman, the way they did him in uh, the Hunger Games. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Actually, no. No, it. it um, the very last Hunger Games, he had already died. And right. They, they only got through maybe a quarter of the filming. Right. And they superimposed him in certain scenes that it looked very, um, very natural. He just didn't have a big part in that scene. But I mean, his character was present. Right. So maybe they do something like that. Uh, same thing like Paul Walker when he died with Fast and Furious. Yeah. Was it his brother or cousin that they? Yeah, his brother. He, he had like a couple look, brothers yeah, that would come looks, in and be body doubles, and yeah. then they would superimpose his face onto theirs, right. and it just looked right. Um, yeah, so sad. Uh, but you know, I, I think one of the biggest things that we take away from this is the the tremendous impact that a movie like Star Wars had, and the tremendous impact that an individual like Carrie Fisher had on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, truly blessed to feel like I was, I was able to. Um, witness that in my lifetime yeah yep you know so um let, let's move on to more uh interesting well not interesting that's a terrible <laughs> thing to say more uh fun news um tech stuff what do you guys say so we had the, um yeah we had the consumer electronics uh what was ces stand for show consumer electronics show or is it symposium i always forget Ooh, it could be symposium I don't know. CES, let's just say CES 2017. CES. <laughs> so that thing happened. Okay. And and there's a lot of really cool tech coming out. Um, JoJo thinks that some of it's kind of lame. I actually think a lot of it's really freaking cool. Christian, you said that you weren't all that wowed about some stuff. But yeah, show. usually there's, there's you know, one or two kind of keystone things that stick out and take everyone by surprise right you know we like when you think of home theaters like we had the curved screen last year and yeah 3d yeah. a couple years before yep. that and this year is kind of the oh we're not really curving tvs anymore right here and it's just there's <laughs> there's no you know pizzazz around that well there were a couple things that at least stood out to me as some uh, things that are actually really relevant to our audience to mm-hmm. be honest um but let's go through Engadget actually had a really great article and we're going to post an art uh the article within the show notes so be sure to check there um um, but uh, it, they have um, listed out some of their favorites in various categories. So first, best accessibility tech, the Will Model M. So Will's um, Model M is an electronic wheelchair meant to boost mobility for people with disabilities. Powered wheelchairs have been around for decades, but this new version from Will has a compact, sturdy design that allows people to move across different surfaces independently. The patented Omni wheel technology enables maneuverability and makes this wheelchair a clear winner in this category. Basically, when I look at this thing, I just think of Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely a uh, standard wheelchair design, but 
you can see the tech inside the the front wheels because it's, it's actually um the back wheels and the front wheels are almost the same size which is a little bit different uh than what your regular wheelchair looks like the back mm -hmm. wheels really usually really big and the front wheels are really small um and so the front wheels look like they will change to adapt to maybe gravel maybe snow maybe whatever so that you don't lose any kind of friction yeah so what's your thought on this christian He's looking blankly at the the phone. <laughs> no, I uh, so straight up. I mean, any any movement in the world of uh, of of assistance, right? Um, I mean, it's all. It, it's a good thing to actually like. It's a good thing that people are actually like investing in that. You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, it, it's true. Like the electronic wheelchair actually made made a huge difference for people yeah. with disabilities. The fact that they're kind of taking it to the next level. I still want to see people moving around with like robotic legs and well, I know, shit. That would yeah. be cool. I don't know if they had it in the CES, but I've seen a couple of videos where there's like a wheelchair hybrid where it locks to your legs. And so if you need to get to the freezer on top, it'll actually let you stand up, get to whatever you need, and then sit you back down. So you still have a little more mobility in that, in that aspect. Yeah. and Which I, I actually, I saw that and I, I really like that idea when it comes yeah. to, you know, uh, man, why can I not think of the word? But uh, just enabling people to, to do more for themselves, right? Because that's yeah. sometimes yeah, that's, that's all they want is yeah. to be yeah. able to get something off of a shelf. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's awesome that we're working on on being able to facilitate that. Yeah, yeah. totally. And now, even in uh, full capabilities, I was at Giant and Wegmans um, on Saturday trying to get some groceries. I'm pouring more beer. There you go. Um, and I, uh, I had to help two people get something out from a high shelf, someone who's not in a wheelchair. So, you know, even those of us who aren't, you know, limited in our movements need help sometimes <laughs> so that's true especially jojo yeah jojo needs help every once in a while that's a different kind of help <laughs> you're not certified well, for that kind of help <laughs> they make a pill for that jojo <laughs> the kind that uh leia was uh buried in <laughs> yeah the prozac pill no um so this one is relevant to my wife uh who's currently pregnant with my child uh it says uh, the best digital health and fitness product, Willow Smart Breast Pump. You hear that, Deanna? We're making it relevant for you. Because because you're having a baby. All right. So she says the technology, or she says, the article <laughs> says, the technology world is so dominated by men that it's so rare to see a gadget designed to solve a problem that's wholly uh, the, pres uh, the preserve of women. That's wholly the preserve of women. Is that a, a sentence? Is that a thing? That's weirdly written. Yeah. Anyway, Willow has crafted a bra-worn breast pump that tackles an issue you rarely hear discussed here at CES. But this prize isn't just about rewarding a startup for helping uh, destigmatize. De de <laughs> that was a big word with a lot of syllables. I'm the one who needs help. <laughs> destigmatize a sensitive topic. It's to recognize a company building something that could make many people's lives easier. In addition to being portable with no outlet required, the device has a companion app that lets parents monitor their baby's nutrition, ideal for when you're sleep deprived and dealing with a hungry newborn. That won't happen to you. Uh, you think <laughs> five months and counting <laughs> it's gonna be rough and to to point out that they actually also won um oh crap i just scrolled way too fast they also won best wearable <laughs> believe it or not Can I from a gadget so basically it looks like this thing <laughs> it looks like this thing basically goes around the woman's nipple and there's like this little bag that attaches to it and there's like a little suction thing that you know fills it up this little bag that wraps around her breast and then the cup basically covers it and that looks like the bra cup 
Uh, this is a man trying to explain how a bra looks. <laughs> I don't wear them. I just undo them. Let's say you're crashing and burning over here. You're like a World War One, uh, World War Two, like fighter plane. It's <laughs> just like on fire. Just, <laughs> you're not doing very well right now. <laughs> so, um, so gentlemen, uh, what's your input on this? I I, I don't Do you have, have any much input. For, I'm I'm hoping that this helps out as, women. I yeah. don't I don't know that I have an opinion. I mean, as an almost this. dad here, like this is kind of cool. Like this is actually kind of like right up my alley because I, I could see this actually being beneficial for Deanna. And it might be out around the same time that you have your kid. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I can yeah, let I mean, you guys know how Deanna's boobs take it. Yeah, think think about all the multitasking new moms have to do. Right now, right. you can at least take one thing off the list when you have to. You know, take you know 10 15 minutes out of your day and, and go pump right yeah that's true and it's so a shame huge. actually jamie had to step away from the chat room for a second but um it would have been really good for him to hear this he and his wife have two uh young girls uh one of them is my goddaughter ellie and um you know melissa breastfed so and i remember going over to her house and just like seeing her just uh gotta go pump again i'll be right back yeah <laughs> like just one of those so but this, I mean, with the cup on the outside, you might not even know what's happening. Well, know? I'm sure that, well, we wouldn't know. She would <laughs> yeah. know. Cause she's like, oh, God, there it goes. <laughs> That's why you destigmatize that. I can't even say the word now. <laughs> I'm curious how they're going to tackle the issue that all wearables have, right? Because even when you look at a wrist size, you have to have, you know, multiple band sizes, yeah. multiple watch face sizes. Well, this goes from A to double Bra cups e. aren't one size fits all. <laughs> right. you know, there, there could be an issue there. I wonder how they're how they're going to tackle that. Well, I'm wondering if if it actually goes around the whole boob or if it's just around the certain front area. Well, it looks like I mean it looks like the the rubber piece there would just go on as much of the breast as possible. Right. And then that and then like the the plastic sack there that holds the milk um, fits into that somehow. But then the yeah. cup itself would act like as a bra cup. So. I feel like it's something you would sneak into your already existing bra, right? Ladies out there, write in. Let us know how bad we're botching this. Geek30podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, we're just a bunch I, I of male am, pigs. I am nowhere near an expert on any of this information, so I apologize in advance. Now I'm pouring JoJo more beer, too, because we actually got there through the second. Oh, man, look at that. JoJo, get it. JoJo, get it's it. It's good. It's good. JoJo, get it's good. it. It's good. JoJo. It's good. It almost overflowed. <laughs> I did that to him right before the show. Judge's <laughs> too slow to get it. Um, all right, let's keep going down this list because there's actually some really cool stuff. This was actually one of my favorites. Best automotive technology, the Honda Riding Assist. Once again, CES has transformed itself into a de facto auto show, but amid all the future-looking AI-based vehicles, it was the self-balancing Honda Riding Assist motorcycle that ultimately made the biggest impression. Using research from the automaker's Unicub uh, mobility scooter and Asimo robot, the bike stays upright on its own without any help from the rider. It's a potential game changer in terms of safety. Anything that keeps riders from tipping while preserving the thrill of cruising on two wheels is a spectacular invention indeed. And I watched a video of this. Have you guys seen the video of it? I saw no. the one with BMW, not with Honda. God, it's so cool. Like the bike actually, the, the guy's kind of like wobbling on it and it just stays put. It's yeah. wild, dude. <laughs> and also it has a technology in it that follows the driver. So like if they get off and they're like, okay, I got to park it, like it will follow them. Like like about three feet behind them and just follow them. That's awesome. It's so That's nice. amazing. It's so yeah. It's like it's like a fin follows me around the yeah. house. It's like 
motorcycle go away stop go away like you're just like swatting it away well i know with the bmw one they actively like kicked it and it stayed on its wheels it didn't fall over it didn't lean too much oh wow. so that way you get an impact with a car and you get pushed over you don't get thrown off the bike man see this stuff excites me you know i uh i've never ridden or driven a motorcycle right but i've always wanted to right. and the one thing that always keeps me from maybe investing in doing that thing is all of these other drivers around me. Because right. you don't know who you can trust, that's, especially that's my especially issue. up here outside of DC. Right. <laughs> so if if there's a bike out there that will kind of self-correct with the wobbles, like if I have to be super defensive or aggressive and getting out of the way, and there's an even less percentage chance of me tipping over, biting it, and basically just creating my own self-service garage sale on, on yeah. 66. <laughs> hey, that's that's awesome. I, I would love to see stuff like this make, go mainstream. Absolutely. Yeah, and Justin, who's in the uh, chat room, had a, had a motorcycle accident at one point. Oh, wow. So, like, I, I'm sure people like him would appreciate this sort of thing a lot. Um, let's keep going down the list. Uh, best home theater product, Dish Air TV. The Engadget team spent a particularly long time debating this category. In the end, though, Air TV's blend of streaming and over-the-air broadcast television won us over. The Sling TV guide nearly, uh, oh, neatly organizes live channels alongside Netflix, Android TV apps, and whatever networks you can receive for free with an OTA antenna. Uh, conveniently, there are, um, there's also voice search built right into the remote. At $130, it's competitively priced too, and it's already available for purchase. What's more, you don't have to pay for Sling TV to use it. That means uh, users get a whole lot of options in one place. So that's cool. I mean, it looks kind of like a little Apple TV, um, to be honest. I mean, and the voiceover remote, that's been a thing for a while now with uh, Apple TV. And I know um, Roku brought in an option where you can plug in your headphones into a remote uh, mm -hmm. so that when you're watching TV at night with like a significant, significant other, I can't talk now, mm -hmm. um, in bed, you can listen to your TV without bothering them. Um, so this is cool, uh, but it doesn't flip my skirt per se. Yeah, I mean, uh, I get everything I need to out of my Apple TV. Yeah. Honestly, like I actually have a, uh, we use the DirecTV Now um, service, which works really well and it gets us everything that we need. Um, so, I mean, uh, I'll keep an eye on it. Like yeah. I'm always interested in learning about this new tech, which is kind of why we're sharing it with the, with you guys, the audience. Um, but uh, Christian, do you have any opinions on it? Yeah. Well, uh, we, so my wife and I cut the cord probably eight years ago, yeah. right? And we've just been going Good through streaming you. internet, et cetera. And there's always something missing, right? I have ways that I can do things, but uh, the local piece is something that you can get an antenna, but it's not always going to work, or it's only going to pick up some digital channels. It, we're always looking for a service that might bring that digitally, yeah. and it seems like this is coming close. There you go. Yeah, I mean, the more the more digital and like on demand that uh, there you is, know, your caps games yeah, the, and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the better. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, we're gonna uh, skip a few, just a quick couple things. Uh, best innovation again, they're calling the Honda Riding Assist. Um, best mobile device, the Asus Zenfone AR. They've been getting a lot of uh, praise in the last year or so. I haven't even heard their... of this, dude. Really? I had never heard of this. Asus so... has been doing Android phones for a while now, and they've okay. been doing some great stuff. So it says the Zenfone AR is the first phone that doubles down on the future, promising both virtual reality with Google's Daydream platform and augmented reality through Google's. Tango technology. No other smartphone does both. To do both features justice, Asus has crammed in eight gigabytes of RAM, three camera sensors, and Qualcomm's Snapdragon 821 processor, all wrapped up under a 5.7-inch AMOLED. Uh, AMOLED, or is it AMOLED? AMOLED. AMOLED? Oh, is it actually spelled out AMOLED? <laughs> yeah, you can say AMOLED, oh, but okay. AMOLED. Um, 
In addition to everything else, Zenfone AR is also very stylish, thin, and light. With this phone, Asus has a head start on the competition as it kicks off 2017. Um, I just wonder how freaking expensive it is or what the battery life is right that too because i know lenovo came out with a tango ready google device and i want to say htc or lg came out with a daydream advice but again no phone has done both in one platform so that's Mm. exciting the ram i'm not too worried about Uh, everybody's doing six gigs ram at this point um the processor i'm not worried about it doing eight gigs these days well they're they're starting to get to that point um i know um with like one plus they're putting a lot of ram in their phones nowadays uh even though the uh, like that's how much is in my gaming rig like right that's so that's just wild to me. But when you're playing your games, most of that stuff's handled by your video card. That's fair. Um, or yeah. whatever you're doing, you're doing the one thing. Yeah. Whereas your phone's doing 18 things simultaneously. All your social medias, your uh, traffic, your uh, weather, all that fun stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Well, um, let's skip ahead real quick to the best gaming product, the Razer Project Ariana. This is something that Christian and I were looking at a little bit earlier that had us both kind of like, whoa. Um, it won't be for everyone, but Razer's Project Ariana is an exciting option for gamers looking for more from their home setup. It's an extension of the gaming company's Chroma Light Lightning Project, Lighting Project, excuse me. Uh, but instead of just brightening up a keyboard, this is a 4K projector that expands your game outside of a monitor. Through Project Ariana, is, uh, though Project Ariana is just a concept for now, Razer hopes to make the idea a reality by the end of the year. In a sea of laptops, mice, monitors, and gaming sh- game streaming devices, Project Ariana stood out. And I don't know the picture here. And here's what I'm going to do for the people in the chat room. Um, I am going to put a link to this so you guys can kind of see that it basically turned the entire wall behind behind this monitor into the rest of the screen. Right. Oh my god! Like that's the, immersion. The, that's great. The concept is cool. As someone who's done AV for twenty some odd years, projectors are bitch to set up really <laughs> so getting to set up perfectly like you can't move your monitor once this is, is in place uh the concept it, though is is phenomenal because again you do have that border around your monitor but everything else around it is phenomenal um now the only thing that i i would say is that you would need a flat wall preferably yeah. white if you have your uh like i wouldn't monitor, be able to do it here a little right bit. yeah like uh, this little, is a darker but, yeah but you got uh frames around and what of stuff yeah, so that's exactly. gonna change the the yeah the thing so you'd have to have, to have, I'd a flat have to get wall. rid of all of that yeah, like even like light switch that's going to stick out a little bit yeah. more so uh now granted it's in your peripherals it might not matter as much yeah true but people who have their monitor inlet in like a bookshelf it's going to be a little more rough for them what do you think about this christian yeah i actually really like it a lot so two things come to mind uh so at, at my setup at home i actually have a, a color led light bar behind my monitor because it's supposed to reduce eye strain yeah right having something behind the screen so naturally this is this is an extension for gamers to have the rest of their game experience behind it it just kind of fills that need um, the second piece is i used to be and kind of still i'm a huge simulation nerd right nice. like i'm a pilot in real life so i do a whole lot of flight sim right being able to extend and get kind of a full cockpit or like a full landscape view without having to do three four five different monitors that's really promising now have you built the actual cockpit i know a lot of people do that in their own time and no i haven't i haven't gone full nerd i, I still okay. have the real thing to enjoy but uh occasionally yeah i'll, I'll break out the joystick and the, Two and the my throttle friends built their uh their seating co- driving simulators not not flying simulators oh, yeah. but they, they built like the three monitors and the whole thing so you sit down and like they're an actual racer car driver <laughs> yeah so so same idea that's right yeah, especially exactly. with racing like you're not taking a look at everything but right. having that peripheral blur is exactly. it's just more immersive. Yeah, that's it. If, if I can hone in on the, the the center 
which would be like my 27 inch screen, which is still a sizable screen. Absolutely. And then, but still out of the corner of my eye, I see that motherfucker coming from my left and I'm like, pow, and like shoot him in <laughs> yeah. the face. Like that would help. I Could you imagine like, how that would affect like first person shooters and stuff? Like that's. That'd be great. But I feel like that to me personally would be better than VR personally, I think. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, the, it, it's almost performing VR without having the headset. And, right. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Um, so, and, and just, uh, again, there. this was actually the People's Choice winner, according yeah. to Engadget. So, um, Speaking of gaming, there was a laptop great. that was introduced uh, by... It is 4K, by the way. Asus? That's really good. Okay, yeah. The one that you can expand three monitors yeah. on a laptop. <laughs> I'm sure the thing weighs like 22 pounds. Oh, I think that, that was Razer, too, actually. Razer, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Was it Razer yeah. or Asus? It might have been Razer, actually. I remember the Razer logo. Okay. You're correct. So... That is gimmicky to me. That is very gimmicky. That I'm sure the thing weighs like 23 pounds. Yeah, like, you know? I don't want to carry. But that also, shit you got three monitors, so wherever you go, you've got an immersion game system. There's somewhere out there. There's a guy with four thousand dollars who just goes to land parties every weekend. <laughs> who it's just perfect for. <laughs> Those still exist. And then he lives in his grandmother's basement, and it's yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have a friend like that. No, but, um, <laughs> I'm slightly jealous. I say that out of just jealousy. <laughs> right, exactly. You can't do that anymore. There was a brush. So being again withings in the whatever they came up with a brush with uh, L'Oreal and some other place that measures how you brush your hair. So if it's like fragile or if it's dry, if it, it tells you the percentage of dryness it has or how fragile it is and how to better brush your hair. It's like really you, you know how i can smart tell brush by like feeling my hair i don't have enough hair for that to matter so. <laughs> dude you should do that on your beard no i, I don't want to confuse would it don't I, I would need a refund on that thing your beard is, al- is already beautiful but then it would be like even more beautiful i feel like that's not a truth dude, all i'm saying is that don't say no until you try it but there's a bunch of crazy stuff that they had there um there was one or two uh pleasure devices um, really that showed up in the in the show that's fantastic um app enabled um of course Dish it, go um is it like justin's um remote butt plug <laughs> Well, except they actually made it to fruition. So <laughs> he made a joke. They made a product. You know? <laughs> um, and there was also um, Stradivarius that makes violins. Justin chimes in. That was real. <laughs> <laughs> that was real to you. Um, Stradivarius makes uh, violins that are like $5,000 plus, And they just came out with a new clear plastic that was 3D printed violin electrical de- uh, device. Uh, oh, really? That only like... 3,800 pounds. Does it act as a butt plug as well? No, it does not. So, like, the um, bow wouldn't... Okay. Basically, like, $4,000, though. Jesus. But it's less expensive than their normal wooden violins, so... And then you don't have to learn (laughs) how to play it. It's like... Well, you still have to learn how to play it, but... Yeah, okay. It's 3D printed. Hooray. (laughs) Oh, it's not like... Okay, I was also thinking, like, it would be all fancy and, like, play itself. Nah. Not everything is groundbreaking. It's just newish, you know? They, they, They scratch a certain niche. All right. Well, um, some things are useful coming out of CES, and then yeah. you have stupid 3D printed violins. <laughs> but I mean, those that's, plugs, that's my though. opinion. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we are going to now get into the question of the week, uh, maybe review a couple of the stuff. It's already been a little while since last week's question of the I week. I forgot was, the last it's been like, It was holiday traditions. There we go. So okay. we're going to get into the question of the week segment right now. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. So last week's question was, uh, what is your favorite holiday tradition? And just going over a couple of them, because we actually had a lot of responses in the chat room. Um, that's a benefit, guys, of listening live to the show. 
head to uh, geek30.com. There's a button there that says listen live and mm-hmm. you can join in on the discord server and uh, read through that com- the conversations that happen throughout the time that we record the show. And when I'm not late, it's usually around eight o'clock on Sunday night. Yeah, usually it's around <laughs> eight o'clock on Sunday night. So, you know, we're Damn slapping it, Jojo. Jojo's wrists. Um, so uh, Brett actually from Not Another Podcast uh, really? responded to us and said, um, one of his favorite traditions is uh, the 24 hours of a Christmas story. He says, I'm good for at least three consecutive viewings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, I actually wrote this down and I forgot to mention it during when we were talking about Carrie Fisher. Uh, Brett actually said a really nice uh, uh, sort of he, he was he was bringing back a past memory of um, us talking on the show and how it relates to Carrie Fisher. He says, the you never take a second snake to the same location line that you guys love was totally stolen from an episode of 30 Rock featuring Carrie Fisher. The line was from Alec Baldwin, um, and it is, you never follow a hippie to a second location. (laughs) I'm glad that helped make us friends in podcasting Big and Little Brothers. Brett, you're awesome. No, that's that's fantastic. Love that guy. And not to mention Puerto Rico, but... (laughs) Not to mention Puerto Rico, but... um, my name is uh, uh, yours truly, Alex Alvisu. Yeah, exactly. And this the man n- with the action pack expense account. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and, the, and so uh, these are all inside jokes. Inside Christian's jokes like, between like, two podcasts. Rolling his eyes at us like, what's going on? I don't understand. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah. So another response I'll mention is Justin, who's been on the show as well. Yes. Um, and in chat room right now. Airbuck. He oh, is Air no, 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 the different, other Justin. different Justin. Yeah, there we go. Airbuck from my raid team um, in World of Warcraft. We still got to get Christian in there. Yeah, I've not actually touched WoW in a couple of weeks now. It's got to make it happen. It's weird. My account um, lapsed. I need to re up. <laughs> for shame. Yeah. yeah, you got to ha- make it happen. So he says Chinese food for dinner and new pajamas and a crappy, corny Christmas movie on Christmas Eve. That's a great way to spend it. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, thank you guys for uh, for for writing in. Um, let's let's think of a new um, question of the week, guys. I feel so, like New Year, New You. Are there any resolutions that people are actually going to stick to? I, literally, Jojo, I was going to mention a resolution-based <laughs> question. So um, thank you for that. There you go. Um, Got you. Who here has a New Year's resolution um, that they would like to share? I mean, that I like to share? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. You know, I jokingly said at the beginning of the show, like, my resolution was to not make a resolution. But the truth is that my resolution was to invest more time in my creative endeavors. Okay. So I'm, you know, spending more time investing into uh, Geek 30, um, podcasting in general, um, you know, my love for music and video games and like that and how all that kind of marries into what I do with podcasting. So um, how about you guys? Do you, you want to so share anything? I got three things. The first is I'm going to spend one hour a week learning something not work related. One hour a week spending uh, learning something that is work related. And one hour a week doing something creative. That's great. Yeah. Okay, Christian, how about you? You have anything? Yeah, no, so I really like those ideas. I'm not I'm not usually a guy who sets resolutions, but we usually set like milestone achievements throughout the year that oh, we want to like do, that. right? We, like we pick like something to, to work on just the two of us, you know, something you to do wife. as a family. Yeah, uh, okay. me and I was my thinking wife. like you and me or like are you just now telling me <laughs> this? No, I, this okay. is actually me and my dog. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Rachel's going to listen to this. Don't hate me. Rachel, he's not calling you a dog. Okay. Uh, but we, 
you Stop know, we, we usually me, Christian. this uh, isn't you're, you're giving this away. I, I mean, Alex can survive this show without Deanna killing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he drinks his beer uh, oh, aggressively. This is <laughs> just taking off an awkward the turtle moment. <laughs> No, so we don't really, you know, sit down and create a list of things that we want to do throughout the year, but it ends up being like, oh, we have this this vacation that we want to do, this goal that we want to do with like each other and then, you know, our own individual thing. So this year we want to buy a house. Nice. Good for you, yeah. man. So Where that's, you guys that's our thing. Uh, actually, we're we're pretty open minded. Still gonna stay in Northern Virginia. Okay. Outdoors here. I don't know. Maybe next door. You know, a neighbor selling a Dude, selling, selling a townhome. Let me know <laughs> if, you, if you like this house. I'm actually trying to sell it. So yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> that might actually be a thing. <laughs> we're joking, it's like but. ten minutes away from the office. It's great. I tried to get Justin in the chat room to buy it, but um, he was a scrub back then and wasn't ready to buy a house. So <laughs> womp womp womp. Well, uh, let us know your uh, New Year's resolutions. We would love to um, hear it and share it on the show as as long as you're comfortable with it of course absolutely if not then just don't share it like what are you thinking <laughs> anyway uh so let <laughs> us not know forcing any hands here <laughs> yeah geek 30 podcast at gmail.com um jojo this is a great place to wrap up the show so where else can people reach us so let me see if i remember any of this from like eight weeks yeah, ago <laughs> three weeks close enough <laughs> same difference uh geek30.com 30 is spelled out and that's going to be a, a location for everything uh facebook twitter all that fun stuff um at geek30 for twitter and again 30 is spelled out facebook and youtube look up geek30 happy hour will pop up at 443-424-3350 in case you want to leave us a voicemail absolutely and again just another selfish plug for my new little um, podcast project documenting the the pregnancy here for Deanna and me it's called the dad chronicle and you can find that on itunes google play um it's probably up on all the other ones as well that like feed in from those um and it's up on soundcloud and all that sort of stuff um check it out i I think that it's um it's a lot of fun and it gives an interesting perspective um from the dad's point of view through the uh the pregnancy so um and again head to geek30.com for all the goodness um christian thank you so much for bringing this beer dude and being part of the show you did a fantastic job thanks uh, well uh, i'm I'm, yeah absolutely i'm in love everybody in the chat room give them a round of applause (laughs) beautiful yeah well i'm I'm glad you guys like the beer and uh thanks for having me one more cheers yeah cheers and a happy new year um until next time thank you so much for geeking out with us say goodbye to nice people christian bye nice people we'll see ya was my height that that's weird. <laughs> well you are true. a tall dude that's, that's yeah i was like oh hey let's let's go with you know lowered expectation style right. style vhs tape i feel like your wife is like five eight but she looks like five five or five four in comparison to you because she looks short yeah she well that that's about right she's about five eight five nine uh, yeah yeah so she's that's like an average height for a but while I, I make most people but look you tiny make her look yeah. short yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's just your natural man um height that happens there so I got manly jeans. Yes. You do. Yes, you do. Unlike the ones that bend iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> oh, and uh, Jamie's the voice for the Hello Geek 30. It's beer time. So, yeah. Nice. And also, Geek 30 News. That's Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Damn, girl. Are you a math book? No, why? Because you have a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> are you a java update because not now (laughs) (laughs) oh god i love it all right Uh, so today's beer is brought to us by christian eberly okay
<laughs> so you, there's no pun or nothing. There's no it's pun. Just, there's no craziness. No. There's nothing. When she tries to kiss you after a head. <laughs> <laughs> that face. <laughs> I don't know how to process that information. Ew. <laughs> just summon a Garfunkel running in the background. Hello, darkness, my yeah. friend. <laughs> As it pans in like a Ken Burns. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, that's no good. 